0: Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is focused on educating, empowering, and investing in women to support them with harnessing an entrepreneurial mindset to create the change in the world for the greater good. Through this series, we connect with women from all across New Zealand to inspire, teach, and share their pearls of wisdom through storytelling and sharing. I'm Katherine Vandermeulen, the founder of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. We are joined by Beck Smith, the founder of The Whole Story. Good morning. Good
1: morning, Kath. How are you?
0: Good. Where are you in the world with all those incredible chirping birds behind you?
1: I am in my garden in sunny Ranfurley, central Otago. It's a beautiful morning here, so I'm out enjoying some sunshine.
0: Wonderful, nothing like a little vitamin D when we've had torrential rain for the last few days, or we have done this way anyway.
1: No, it's good for the soul.
0: It is good for the soul. Now, listen, tell us who is Bex
1: Smith? Fantastic. Who is Bex Smith? I am a passionate and driven individual. I value challenge, inspiration, impact and connection. I wear many hats, I am a mother to two beautiful daughters, um, I work as a vet in Ranfurley, I am the founder and director of The Whole Story, an agricultural sustainability facilitation service and I also live and work on our sheep, beef and deer farm in Ranfurley.
0: Many a hat. Uh, I always used to w- use the word juggle until I changed that word to just balance, and it really is just life. You know, we all wear so many different hats. Uh, as long as all of those hats we truly love and we are spending our time on the most uh, important and precious things to us, right?
1: Yeah, it's about really finding what you value. Um, and if you're living to your values, you know, and you're passionate about things. You make time for it um, and I function well as a busy person and really thrive on it.
0: So tell us about your call to adventure, your most recent call to adventure to launching the whole story.
1: Yeah, so it came about um, from a culmination of my life experiences so far, um, a deep dive into purpose and values and I just realised that I, I had more to offer and so I'm passionate about the agricultural industry, um, living on a farm, working as a farmer, and I just am also passionate about sustainability. And I really wanted to combine the two, and come from a positive place and inspire change, facilitate that change, and then really, truly be able to articulate that that journey.
0: And so I'm sure, you know, in these very early stages of the whole story, there have been trials and tribulations and learnings and experience, experiences. Are you open to sharing some
1: of those? Yeah, of course. And I'm sure there's many more to come. <laughs> you know, these things are just are just part of life and, and the journey we're all on. But um, I guess so far, the one of the trials that I've faced has actually just been getting out of my comfort zone. And having the the courage and the confidence to step out of a you know a comfortable career um, i've worked as a vet for ten years it's it's a wonderful job. I get to work with amazing people and and have positive um, impact on our community and our agricultural sector. However, I knew I had more to offer and I had to create that activation energy to move into a space that I was a little bit uncertain about and so just actually um, getting the confidence to do that was a, was a trial in itself. The next one has also been I've never set up a business before. Um, I've always been on a sort of career pathway so learning about starting a business, learning about taxes, GST, forming websites um, and everything that's involved with creating businesses has been yeah, a really, really steep learning curve for me. Luckily, I have a love of learning and it's all been enjoyable so far.
0: Can you go back to the word confidence that you mentioned and that confidence to really step forward and step out of the comfort zone of that kind of known place into somewhere that was really, truly uh, an unknown space. What have been those kind of enablers in giving you that confidence
1: Yeah, so big enablers for me was the belief from others and the support offered from others that I could do this. The other one was actually just, I've got a resonating um, quote in my head that goes, if not you, then who? If not now, then when? And I know I have value to add in this space. I know I can use my own strengths. And someone said to me, for every minute that you're thinking about this or squirrelling away in your own office, it's a minute that the world is missing out on what you have to offer. And so that has really, you know, it gives you a push. It gives you a lift in confidence.
0: And so the words bravery and courage are two leading traits of entrepreneurs. How have they played a part in your experiences?
1: Yeah, so as I just sort of referred to, it's that courage and bravery to take the leap off the edge of the cliff and to go in a space that's, you know, sustainability and agriculture is reasonably controversial. Um, there's a lot of negativity around it and I'm a really optimistic person and have a really positive sort of life language. And so trying to lift up above that and go into that space from a place of optimism and a place of creating positive impact um, that took, that's taken courage. It takes courage every day to, you know, rise above and try and inspire some sustainable change. And why do you think in those
0: two very important uh, industries and areas, uh, obviously the agricultural space and the sustainability space, why do you think there is so much controversy and so much negativity? Because ultimately they can work
1: cohesively together. I think it's a lack of understanding and sometimes a bit of fear. And I think we're asking people to challenge their own core value set, whether that be on either side of the, the discussion. And I think sometimes if people don't understand the other person's viewpoint, then that can, you know, create things a little bit more difficult um, yeah, and I just think that it's maybe you're just that fear and lack of understanding in that space. Um, and also, everyone wants to create a positive outcome. And maybe people's different view, ways of getting there are different. And I think that's really, you know, the answer comes down to kindness. It comes down to people respecting other people's lives, respecting other people's viewpoints trying to gain an understanding of something that you may not have had in the past and you know I think if everyone's trying at the end of the day to do better and to achieve a positive outcome for all then you know that's really got to be the solution doesn't it
0: and you mentioned about being open and that kind of openness to learning openness to what you don't know openness to change openness to doing better where does your openness come from is, does that come from a place of a deep sense of
1: purpose yes definitely yeah I think when you're living a life of purpose when you understand your core value set and what you are put on this earth to do which for me is I mean my purpose is very clear to me it's to inspire sustainable change from the ground up That's getting my hands in, that's getting my hands dirty and doing the work and lifting with everyone else. Um, And I think once you find your purpose and you live every day in a purpose-led way, this just openness happens. It's It's just part of the process. And I think once you get to that point of values and purpose, you're open to learning, you're open to others' opinion, you're open to connection, you're open to collaboration and you're open to driving that positive change.
0: And are there any things that you have done or resources that you've used or tools or strategies to become more open to that? Obviously that openness might come from a a place or a deep sense of purpose and there's a whole journey to, you know, unpacking your own purpose. Um, But have there been anything that you have uh, discovered about how you might be able to share for other people to become more open.
1: Yes. So I, with my love of learning, I'm an. I love doing courses and connecting with others. I've been heavily involved in the Agri Women's Development Trust and their plethora of programs they offer. I completed their Escalator Program, which was a leadership and governance program last year in 2019. Um, that was a real foundation for me and exploring values and goals and purpose and then to come through and really connect with um, the entrepreneurial woman with purpose community um, I found that they've just the podcast series has been inspirational for me and the connections I've made within that group and speaking with other people um, has really driven me to seek more alignment with purpose and then I did a, um, we've talked about it previously, but did a deep dive experience where I took myself, removed myself for half a day from the busyness of the world and um, went up to a very peaceful and beautiful location and actually sat down with a notebook and and journaled and went through a series of of leading questions to um, stimulate thought process and and get my mind open and then just went where the day led me um, into exploring values and purpose. And that was truly, truly beneficial. And I'd encourage anyone to take that opportunity.
0: I have another half day of deep thinking locked in for next week, which I am super excited about. Um, But what was one of those questions that you asked yourself Um, that kind of have a profound impact on that moment for you?
1: Oh, one question. There's so many good ones. Um, For me, a really beneficial exercise was actually just letting words come to me that that resonated with me and described who I was and how I showed up to the world. And then using those words and expanding on them and saying, well, where did this come from? Um, Is there a is that the root word or is that just a result of another value? And I I came up with, I think there was about 20 words in the end where there were different words that sort of aligned with me, my life and what I valued. And then I could pull them down to four. So pulling those 20 down and actually they were, you know, really, really strong for me, those words. and It just really provided clarity. And
0: so... As a mother of two uh, and wearing many different hats and playing many different roles in life, um, I'm sure there are daily rituals and routines to make you feel the best version of yourself. Are you open to sharing yeah, of some course. of those?
1: Um, I had to carve out time for myself. Looking after myself is really important um, to me being a functioning human. So I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and i I love this peaceful time in the morning before the children get up. I make a coffee, I do yoga, and then I spend some time on the things that are really, really critical to me and my development and really purpose-driven at that time of the day. Um, and then I, you know, once the kids are up, we carry on our, our daily routine. And then it's also really important to me at the end of the day – that I have a a bedtime ritual as well. Um, I take my supplements, then I go off into my room and I journal. And I write, I have a gratitude journal, which I've kept for, will be coming up almost two years now. And every day I write down three things in the day that I've been grateful for. And I find that is just so, so powerful. Um, I also write a brief to-do list for the next day so that I can go to sleep without thinking about what I've got to do. It's already sorted, plans in place, prioritised from most important through to nice to have. Um, It's really interesting actually, doing the gratitude journaling, I've pulled out some key themes and I know now there's four things I need to do in a day um, that really fill my cup and that's getting outside, getting active, getting connected and um, keeping it real, you know, being really, really just down to earth and genuine. And so I know they're common themes that came out of my gratitude journaling. And yeah, they are really, really important to me to fill my cup and keep me functioning as a, as a happy human being.
0: As a happy human, we, we need to make sure we give that love to ourselves before we can really give that love and that energy to other, uh, other people.
1: Yes, definitely. So
0: thinking about this, this time and obviously global, global change and lots of interesting things, particularly today, happening around the world, how have you used this time of change to create new opportunities?
1: Yeah, so it's been a really interesting, challenging year. Um, I think the opportunities that have come out of it are that people are more open to connection and kindness. And I think we've really harnessed onto that um, tribal aspect of human nature and being part of a tribe, a team, and and that that kindness aspect. And so I think that being able to utilise that and lean on that um, to start up the whole story has been crucial for me. Building that network around building that sort of the team support network and collaborating to achieve positive change um, is a a really unique thing that's driving us in this time. And I think it's something that we we should all lean into a little bit more and and see how we can work together to achieve common goals.
0: And I think we've both had a realisation this year that you don't need to have a huge team around you to know that you feel supported uh, and you know, such a wonderful entrepreneurial women with purpose community that we, you know, that they are surrounding us with uh, great input and insight and you know, contribution. Um, so, yeah, share a bit more about that with me. If you're oh, open goodness,
1: to that. yes. You, you know, I work in an office um, on the whole story by myself, but I know that there is a massive network around me, whether it be from the entrepreneurial woman with purpose community or the agri-women's development trust community or my own, you know, local rural community. Um, I just know that I'm fully supported and there are so many, so many amazing people at the end of an email, at the end of a phone that are just willing to help people out with no expectation of anything in return. Um, I do feel fully supported and, you know, sometimes it feels like I'm sitting in my office with sort of these people sitting beside me um, providing positive input. It it really is a phenomenal thing how in this day and age, you know, we have such connection, even though we're not literally sitting right next to each other Um, and really powerful. I certainly I couldn't do what I do without that community behind me.
0: And so thinking about the next 12 months, where were your focus on impact? Yeah, be? so
1: I plan on, you know, lifting the whole story, lifting the exposure um, and really inspiring positive change. I want to com- continue to build the network, build the people around me and drive that positive impact that we can have on the world um, from a real place of true positivity. And, yeah, just just working with amazing people in agriculture and you know lifting and and taking taking them all on a journey really or them taking me on a journey it works both ways doesn't it so that's that's our space for the next 12 months and, and the impact that that I hope to have.
0: So calling on uh, the Entrepreneur Women with Purpose community, what is your one call for action, something that you are truly passionate about that you would like our community to adopt into their world?
1: Yeah, so this is a great question. Um, what is the one call to action? For me, what it, what really, really resonated about this question was sometimes the staircase seems too hard to tackle all at once you know some of the challenges we're facing are big picture problems and sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming but you know don't look at the whole staircase look at it one stair at a time and if you can just keep putting one foot in front of the other and do the next right thing then you're moving in the right direction and that's that's really important to me do the next right thing and take it one stair at a time
0: I remember some of the conversations uh, many years ago when I was advocating and forever preaching about the impact uh, that if we didn't go on this kind of whole journey, this sustainability journey... Um, how that would actually impact uh, organizations. And a lot of CEOs said to me, but I just don't know where to start. And I said, if you start on 1% this year, and you do another 1% next year, and these are big businesses, in the next 10 years, you will have uh, created 10% of change. And that is huge when you're talking about million and billion dollar companies. Uh, So I love that, um, you know, that staircase piece that we can just take that one step at a time. And, you know we are all so busy and we all do so many different uh roles and we don't want to necessarily overwhelm ourselves by trying to get to the top of that staircase um you know too fast because then we might trip and fall backwards
1: and we definitely we no definitely or, don't. or we risk doing nothing at all um, and that's you know like it's sometimes it's so sometimes the challenge seems so great that we just fall into inaction and i think You know, break it down into bite-sized pieces. Just keep moving forward and at least we're moving forward together and every small incremental change all adds up. And also, we're not perfect. Don't expect that you'll get it right every single time. Um, You can (laughs) fall off the wagon, you know. You can have days where you don't maybe do, you know, everything you'd planned to or you don't do what you'd call the right thing. But that doesn't mean you can't start again tomorrow. the next minute or the next hour no just one step in front of the other just keep doing the next right thing
0: it's a wonderful um, opportunity those eight hours sleep that we get at night hopefully those eight hours sleep uh, to reset and come and start again the next day they are uh, a blessing certainly for me with two small kids. yeah they really
1: are aren't they I really value my sleep it's fantastic well, thank you
0: so much, Bex, for sharing your wise words of wisdom with Entrepreneurial You're Women You're most with
1: welcome, purpose. Catherine, and thank you so much for having me.
0: Just like the founding origins of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose, Rind was born and bred in Marlborough, New Zealand, and has the values of locally made goodness, no mass production, hand-picked fabrics, and most importantly, functional yet stylish designs sewn into the brand DNA. Although a fashion business was never part of the plan for founder Haley Rind, she now finds time to balance her love of being farmside and designing active and athleisure wear. Good health and well-being are top priorities for Rind and Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose, which makes us a perfect brand fit. Rind is a founding sponsor of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Check out rind.nz.